When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I get really mad on this podcast. You really do. The Mike and Dr. Drew show, this episode, I get mad. One FU. I mean, I get mad for all my Mike says FUs, but this one, I get really mad. And I feel like I'm just. You, you sort of warm up with the Chinese facial bikini. That got you going. The Chinese facial bikini, stamps, Hitler, Pol Pot. Yeah. My wife joins us. I was uncomfortable. Flathead Florida man. Oh, yeah. Guys smashing people with pipes at Disney World. Yeah, you got you to gotta listen to this podcast. It's the Mike and Dr. Drew show, only at podcastone.com. Hey guys, it's Haley here. And last week we mentioned about the date night package on Amazon where you can go and get all that juicy stuff to attract the women that we've handpicked. There's awesome stuff on there. There's Marnie's book, which is Get Inside Her. It's all about how to attract and seduce the woman of your dreams, aka us. And if you really want to seduce a woman, you have to go to our Amazon page where we have hand-selected Halloween costumes. This is special I, stuff, guys. I like a man who's hilarious. So go find some funny costumes that I put up there. But I also like a man that's sexy that doesn't take himself too seriously so go check out those costumes we've got everything from where's waldo to like the green army man oh, so I love that. yeah it's yeah. so cool you don't have to use your brain use ours yeah. and go to <laughs> the page at winggirlmethod.com slash amazon winggirlmethod.com slash amazon winggirlmethod.com slash amazon the following program is a podcast one.com production PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source, or sometimes it's fake advice yeah. if it's me giving it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm one of your hosts, Kristen Carney, of course, here with uh, two lovely co-hosts. Marnie Kinris, best-selling author and relationship uh, expert slash, I don't know. God. Goddess. Yeah. Like, exactly. Sexual. Yeah. Predator. Oh, I know. Amazing. <laughs> and, I like of course, that. Haley White as well, the comedic actress and writer. And balloon animal maker. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I really? saw that in your bio. Yeah. I did that in high school. It was my job in high school. Um, very. No yeah. It made really good money, but it was definitely compromising. Why'd you stop? <laughs> I don't I still do it. I like parties. I'll be like... Time to bring out the balloons. Who wants a monkey? But then after I get a little bit drunk, I forget what I'm making it. Everything turns into like weird hats. Yeah, it just looks like boobs. Really? Yeah, totally. Wait, you bring balloons with you? I d- I've done this a couple times. I can't make this like a common they're, thing. They're but condoms yeah. she uses. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, look what I can do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. I didn't know that about you. That's so funny. Yeah. And I'm of course, we you have- a poodle. Oh, I get want ready. one right now. I can make a pregnant poodle. Anyways. <laughs> a pregnant poodle? And I can make you pregnant. I'm just kidding. Really? <laughs> with that, why not with that condom? But um, ching, nothing. No. We're on fire. No, we got nothing. We got nothing. I don't even Welcome know where to, to go. Exactly. Well, we're here with Nate as well. Nathan Stevens, Nathaniel. I love Nathaniel. I think it's fantastic. I like you, that too. Yes. See, I mean, now it's he it's, grown it's, on it's me. growing, and on he's him. got this like sexy 90, 90s skater hair that I'm into. You <laughs> yeah. guys can't see it, but uh, we'll put some pictures hair. up. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. Or just 2013 Kentucky. I just really like Zach Morris. Good. 
Yeah. I love that, Morris. Well, I want to tell you the story. Oh, you want to tell? I want to talk first? about our sponsors. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. let's talk about them because they're awesome. Well, we have two new sponsors this week: Carbonite and AC Lens. Carbonite, if you guys don't know, is awesome. It backs up all of your uh, stuff on your computer. It's so easy. You literally download it, and it pulls everything from your computer and stores it online. So yeah. not stores it; it backs it up. I'm Doesn't sorry, backs store it up. That's the difference. Yeah. 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 So, so you you basically yeah. don't have to worry about your computer dying. You have everything automatically backed up in yeah. one fail swoop. Yeah. So, so if you live in like cool. a place like my friend does in like New York City where robberies happen and she loses her computer with everything on it. Yeah, then it's backed up. I had my computer exactly. crash once and spilled an entire cup of coffee on it the second time and um, yeah, both times it was traumatizing. Yeah, crying. that's horrible. And then who's our second sponsor? AC Lens, which is um, like a place to order contacts, glasses. They have tons of selection. I have been wearing contacts since I was 11. So from, which is because my eyes are so horribly <laughs> yeah. horrible that my doctor felt so bad for me. He's like, you look pathetic with those huge glasses. Let's get you contacts. Aww, but How you're so do you cute. even put contacts in at 11? Um, some days I was late for school in the morning because it took me so long, but it was great because I hated going to school. So I was like, <laughs> like, I can't get it yeah, in. I can't. It's all red. <gasps> That's so horrible. Yeah. So it's an easy place to order your contacts and yeah. you just type it in. And you can upload is. your photo and then see how they look on you. If you're not into leaving yeah. your house, which is <laughs> typically my situation. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Try well, it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the last thing that I yes. have to say is that we have Dr. Drew on the show today. Yes, we do. Yeah. Or as I like, I can see him. I don't want to strip him of his doctor name, but I would like just love to call him Mr. Drew. Mr. Drew. Hey. Just my Drew. It's like just Drew. I don't know. It's weird. Can there be like a Drew doll or something? Is I'm sure weird? there is. Mr. Drew just sounds more like a like a Clue game. Or so he'd be a he'd be in. It should be English. That sounds like a fifth grade teacher. Hey, what do Mr. you mean? Drew. I think just Drew. I'm just picturing him when I say it. But yeah, he's here and we're really excited because he's always got such great information to offer. And uh, yeah, Yeah. we get to hear about his his life a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, I want to mention one other sponsor of ours, which is Amazon, because this week we actually selected some Halloween uh, uh, costumes. Contact. Yeah, contact. For you to win the contest. Yes, exactly. No, costumes for you that we have put up on our Amazon store page, which is winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon. If you go there, I think it should be up there now, um, but there's a whole bunch of options of like funny and sexy Halloween costumes that will be great conversation starters. For men for, and women. For or men if and you want to be a man wearing a woman's, there's yeah. options there too. So it's perfect. So yeah, go to the store, winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon. Do we have any more sponsors or other things that we have to talk about? <laughs> no, let's dive in. Okay, perfect. Well, this week... I had an interesting um, consult with a – actually, no, it was a full session uh, with a guy. I'm not going to say his name, but this guy is around his mid-30s. He is divorced. He has a daughter, um, and he's dating a 24-year-old, or he has just started dating a 24-year-old. And he called me kind of panicked, and I pretty much ripped him he's a like, new one. He's like, oh, my God, I'm panicked. I'm dating a 24-year-old. It's <laughs> just my daughter. No, I'm just kidding. Right. But, um, no, but okay, so – we talked about a situation, and he sent me um, a history of their last texting conversation. So they had gone on a date. They had a really fun time. They spent a weekend with each other. So that they, they were going pretty fast, and this was over a span of, I think, like less than a month. But they, I think they had a total of four dates. I, I may be getting that totally wrong. But after the fourth date, um, or during the fourth date, he had told her about his daughter and that he was divorced. And so after this date, um, when they talked again the next time, she had said to four him— Four dates in— for, yeah, mm. which is a little bit late. Yeah, a little bit late. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think he had hinted at it before, but I think he went into greater detail 
about it How now. do you hint at having a kid? You're well, like, I, oh, yeah. look at these diapers <laughs> in my, <laughs> in my pocket. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I think he, he said it before, but I think he went into more detail about, like, what is actually going on, what situation, like, what's the situation, how much time he spends with his daughter. And for a 24-year-old, I, I would think that'd be pretty overwhelming. It's mm-hmm. totally different worlds. Like, I can't even, ex- well, you can understand how totally yeah. different that is. 24-year-olds are still, like, you know, boozing it up at the bars yeah. and want to be dating weird rocker guys. And, like, people, you know... You Look at me. I know. Well, we, <laughs> I was there. I was we were talking girl. about that before. But like, I, I just think that totally different spaces. So what happened was she handled it really maturely, I believe, because I saw the whole texting conversation. And she said, I wanted to let you know, I've been thinking more about it. And, you know, after everything you told me, I still really like you, um, but I want to take things a little bit slower and ease into this. I think we've been going too fast. Totally fair. And his response was just like emotional and attacking and defensive, thinking that she was saying something else. Like, I read the whole thing, and I was reading with him on the phone, and I was like, oh, my God, what is happening to you? Why are you being a baby? And he basically... he was scared, probably. He was, yeah, for sure. He was panicking um, over text. And in, in text, you don't have to respond back. You can have your emotional breakdown on your own, and then once you calm down, that's the benefit to texting. You can actually, like, you know, don't have to be the baby over text. But so he ended up writing back to her. He's like, I thought we were having an adult relationship here. <laughs> And I was like, okay, you were being the child mm-hmm. here. Uh, and basically just saying, like, uh, just just attacking her. And then when she didn't respond right away, he would say, are you still there? And, like, like question after – anyway. Uh. But, but this whole texting conversation ah. went on for a long time. And I was like, this girl is freaking amazing because she gave him so many chances and she was so calm and understanding. I'm like, if this girl forgives you, marry her. Because she is insane. She'd be great in the bedroom. Yeah. But I would say to her, don't marry him. Yeah, exactly. Like, do not marry him. And I kept saying, he he was taking it really well when I was saying these things to him. Because I'm like, I, I said to him on the phone, I literally want to punch you right now. I want to punch you. Like, I don't understand how she didn't have that reaction or how she ever responded to you. Anyway, I'm getting onto a tangent now. But I wanted to segue this conversation into a talk about, you know, women testing and women manipulating. Um, and because I think that a lot of men think that women test and manipulate for sport. I don't believe that women do these things for sport. They do it out of insecurity. Um, discomfort, or, or Yeah, okay. Well, maybe a little bit of boredom, so maybe that is a little bit manipulative. But those are like certain women in certain instances. Yeah. But overall, um, women are not trying to purposely hurt you. They're trying to either protect themselves in a situation and not really concerned about you, but they're not trying to actively hurt you. Because I think that this man, I think he kept he said, he kept saying to me, is she testing me? Does she want to see if I really like her? And this is a common thing that I hear a lot of men saying, is she testing me? Is she testing me? Or why is she testing me to see if I'll still stick around? I mean, I think that's with him, he needs to be he needs to expect that there's going to be somewhat of a change in the tone of the relationship when he says that he has kids. Okay, so that's yeah. a different thing. But I, I do think that men, like you said, we you think that it's fun that we don't we don't want to test you. Typically, it's something that yeah we're not um, comfortable saying. I think when I've quote unquote been testing someone, I haven't been confident enough to come out and say directly with what I want. Right. So I think you can get around that by really pinning her down and saying, okay, what's really going on here? I, I don't think this is what you really want. What do you really and want what to are you say really to asking? me? Yeah. Exactly. What are you really asking? Because people, like I know even for myself, I, I've had 
I still have difficulty now with my friends and with my husband saying things straight out because I'm concerned about how they're going to take it. Or And I, tr- I work really yeah. hard to be as clear as possible and to remove emotion a lot of the times because bef- in my past, I just I you know covered it up and I never said things and it would manifest and just be horrible. And I'm me. the opposite. I mean, <laughs> I'm really emotional and I'm not good at hiding it. And so for me, I am, am the one who like runs my mouth and run my mouth. That sounds so like <laughs> gangster. Um, but yeah, so I think... In between us is a good, yeah, happy middle. Well, what about so, Kristen? What about so? That's you? me. Yeah, exactly. There <laughs> and there she is. Um, with the testing stuff, I think it's always me hoping that they know what's going on. I don't want to have to explain it, right? And so if they say Why? what's wrong. Why? Because I want them to have enough insight into how I feel since we've known each other X amount of time. I want them to know how I feel, where it derived from. And I know that's a hard expectation, but at the same time, I think women want to be understood and they want to be known. And I think that we sometimes, to men's credit, we give, not in a mean way, but we give them too much credit thinking that they understand what's going on in our head. We do give them too much credit. What? what? They're like, no, I really don't understand what you're thinking. So... If, if that's the case for you, I think you really have to pin her down and say... Not literally. <laughs> but maybe yeah. laugh you make up. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, get what you want to know. Yeah. Well, actually, so Nathaniel, yes. um, have you ever been tested by a woman and were kind of unclear as to why you were tested? I, absolutely. I, yeah, I live with my girlfriend, so that happens daily, I think. But, and so how do you handle it? Um... I feel so unknowledgeable on this. I don't, I don't really know when I'm being tested. Like, nothing has popped out at me. Um, instinctually, though, I do not like this guy because he just, I don't know, just something about it. Why are you dating a 24-year-old and you're 36? Well, that's okay to do. No, I don't think that's cool. Yeah. Oh. Me. My husband was 33 when he dated me, and I, I was 23. I, just, I can't get along with a 24-year-old, and I'm 27. Oh, well, that's interesting. But maybe I'm weird. You're an interesting breed. Maybe, <laughs> For sure. But, so, um, so, but the ground of testing, no, I think, hey, test on. It's Wait, wait, how, it, wait how, how old are you? 27. Okay. I thought you just said 23, and I was like, I mean, it's so young to be able to know what women are thinking at 23. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, 27 I still. But, like, for example, does, does she, but, but you probably do if we have an example, like, does she ever say, like, she gets upset and you're like, what's wrong? And she's like, nothing? No. Okay, she's she doesn't do that crazy, um, you know, lets me know what's going on. Okay. okay. She's an actress and has no fear of just letting her emotions roll. Yeah, let it roll. Well, so for testing doesn't just happen in relationships. Like I've always given guidance for men who are in relationships when a woman, I put air quotes every time I say test because I, it's not really testing. It, it really is an insecurity. Um, so like if a woman does suddenly start like unleashing some sort of tension or, or aggression or whatever it is, it's something that's going on internally for her and sometimes it catches her off guard where she's suddenly angry about something that she's just unleashing. Yeah. Um, and the best, the worst thing to do is to like, you know, stand clear of her on, and like act nervous and afraid to touch her. I always say for guys who are in relationships, the best thing to do is actually go close to her, either hug her or touch her on the arm and then kiss her on the forehead and say, listen, I care about you. I want to know what's going on. If you don't want to tell me right now, that's totally fine. I'll be in the room, in the other room. You can come get me when you're done. If yeah. you do that, you pass the test. If she's testing <laughs> yes, you. Exactly. But if you freeze instantly on the spot and like you're like, I don't want to touch you. I don't want to say anything because it may rock the boat even more. You're, you're like fucked, basically. Yeah, and I think even more than insecurity, it's being misunderstood. When you're yeah. misunderstood, you feel so unhappy. At least for me, it's like the most frustrating feeling, you know? It's like they just don't get you. So I think a good way to lead into that is like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Maybe I don't understand where you're coming from. Can you help me understand? Yeah, I want to understand. Yeah. And don't 
think, and I, and don't think, I think sometimes guys might think if they give into the testing that they're babying her. Yeah. I don't think it's babying. I think it's just necessary. Um, well, it's in a moment, it's in between, a moment where we're weak. Right. And women need, they do need the, the reinforcement of the guy. Yeah. They absolutely. do. It's not babying. Well, so on the flip side for guys who are dating, um, a lot of guys think that when a woman asks them questions, that's also testing because they're like, oh, they want to see how I answer, which it kind of is see, true. I don't it's, it's not considered testing. It's, it's considered so getting to, to know us. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever think of myself like, oh, I'm going to put them to the test. It's like you're just kind of like, yeah, like you yeah. said. You I never went into a date saying I've got eight questions to ask and let's just see how this fucker answers them. Like I'm never going to, you know, if he says them. this, he's out. Yeah, exactly. So I bet you some girls do, but those are girls with issues. So don't date them. Drop the but baggage. normal girls are not going to go in with an agenda. I don't think they are. And when women are asking you questions, it's because they're trying to understand and paint a picture of who you are. So I had this uh, one client that I worked with on a boot camp, and he made a lot of money. And he said he hated when women asked him what he did because he thought as soon as they asked him that, they were trying to find out how much money he had. And I was like, no, of course that's in his are. head. But that's in his head, yeah. though. He's of he, course. <laughs> but that's totally in his head. Like she just wants to know, like, what do you do with your time? And he's yeah, putting or- her. You're nervous and there's nothing to talk I, I mean, about. Exactly. So the question of what do you do? He would but, be insecure either way because if he had a crappy job and didn't make any money, he'd be like, oh, they just want to know how much money I make. And then he makes exactly. a lot of money. He's like, oh, they just want to know how much money I make. So He definitely talks like that. Yeah, he's yeah. from 1920. <laughs> that is kind of how he I feel my voice. I can't But yeah, so I'm, we're going long-winded here. But this, so the, the chapter in today's uh, man's, man's Playbook. playbook. <laughs> On this team, we oh. fight for that age. Oh. On this team, we we'll tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. Is all about... Testing. <laughs> that was <laughs> like a long delay. Then. I know. Interesting. So that was a good shortened version of our Al Pacino little rant there. Um, but yeah, so today's chapter is all about testing and how to handle when a woman tests, which we kind of have already given advice for. Um, but the the way that you can handle testing is to not be rattled by it. And a lot of men fail because they're instantly rattled. So you're on your first date and you happen to glance over at another girl who walks by the table and your date says, oh, do you think she's pretty? And you freeze up for a second. And you say, yeah or no, you're screwed right there. But if you look back at her and say, you know what? Not as beautiful as a woman sitting in front of me. And you handle it really well and you're not rattled. Like you win. You pass that (laughs) test. Again, air quotes, putting over the test. If you're in a relationship and your girlfriend says nothing's wrong with her and you hold her for a second and say that's totally fine. If nothing's wrong right now, but if something is wrong, Feel safe telling me about it. Give her a kiss on the forehead. Walk into the other room and say, I'll be in here if you want to talk. I'm totally open to hearing what you have to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Come and out and say yeah. it. And I think a lot of girls don't call out and say it because they're thinking if they say it, you're going to be mad at what they're yeah. saying. Or you're not going to be understanding or you're going to have an or, issue with it. Or for me, I assume that you already get it. And then suddenly, because you're not giving me the right answer, you. but I feel like more often than not, men just don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Right. So well, just say, help me, help me understand so we can be on the same page. You know? Yeah. There's, and sometimes there's things for me that I've built up that haven't really been such a big deal that I don't want to bring up that I think might be insulting mm-hmm. towards my husband. Um, and then they manifest and become bigger. And then I just think he's like just this big ape by the end. And I'm just so frustrated by him. <laughs> uh, but if I were to say it sooner, which I'm, I'm trying to do a lot more, uh, like last night we had a really good conversation 
I was getting a little bit tense. And I said to him, is it normal that I hate you so much right now? And he's like, what? And he handled it so calmly. He lay down on the couch. He said, what's going on? Tell me. I'm like, well, I've just, and then I started But you have, him. I always would call it building my mountain or my molehill. But your mountain. Your my molehill becomes a mountain. Yeah. And I'm not talking about my boobs. Um, but it's like you keep building this huge mountain when you're alone of all these reasons why you're angry. And so yeah. that's probably by the time you said is whatever you said oh, to him. Why do I hate you so much? Right yeah. Now? You had already had all these things supporting that. You right. Know? It's like, I know why I hate you. And yeah. that's why people have imaginary fights in their head with their, with their yeah. significant it's like, other. Take care of it before it builds to that, you know? Exactly. I'm like, if I have to see one more piece of Kleenex by the toilet paper that's not used, I'll kill I have to pick up your if, shoes one more time. If you have to leave the mouth, mouthwash out I know. by the kitchen sink every day, I'm going to kill you. But it's such dumb things. They're so stupid. But yeah, just expressing uh, them. It feels good. Oh, me too. Me too. It feels good to vent about it. I know. Seriously. Now we're getting into real ass women. Um, so yeah, so this week is about, you know, women don't test you. That's the biggest message. They're not testing you. Anything that they're doing is coming from a place of insecurity or discomfort or they're not able to handle things on yeah. their own. A lot of the times, this is this is what I believe, is that women have this ideal vi- vision of themselves. They want to be the best girlfriend or the best or the best wife or the best this or the best that. Or they, you know, they, I just want to be the prettiest. Right, or the prettiest. Exactly. And so in your moments where you don't feel that way and you get really rattled, you just want somebody else to like pick you up and put you back to that level. Yeah. And that's where the, 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 the testing, air quotes, comes from. And again, if you're just meeting somebody for the first time and they do start asking you questions, they're just trying to gather information for themselves to, dis- to decipher whether or not you're worth talking to. And but the one question you said before about when you're on the first date with someone and the girl's like, do you think that girl's pretty? That for me is almost like a red flag. When a girl's doing that when you first start dating her, I'm like, just, See yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, she kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, that just means a lot of insecurities are going to be following. Doesn't mean she's a horrible person. No, but I mean, even she at that point, point to me as a guy, I'd be like, okay, lady. You know what I like I to do? So. And I don't know if I'm an exception to the rule, which I'm sure I am, but when <laughs> I'm out with Nate or whatever, if like a woman walks by with like huge boobs, I'll be like, "Oh my god, look at her boobs!" I do that too. Yeah, yeah. And he'll be like, "Oh my god, she has huge boobs," and we like share that's in like it. making observations. We'll even like point out people who are really hot. I'll be like, yeah. "Oh yeah. man, that girl is hot." Yeah. And then we'll make fun of each other of like how we're not them. So like, <laughs> I mean, if that happens, learn how to have like a banter about it. Exactly. But you can't do that initially. I think that's later on, like basically bantering with your best friend. You know? Yeah, exactly. Not like when you're first dating. You're like, true. how hot is that girl? You're like, I want to her. Wait, what? <laughs> you're like, didn't we just have sex? Two minutes. Anyway, um, okay, so no. that that leads us to the completion of this week's chapter in the man's playbook. Yeah, you should have no questions by now because we no. really, I know, we really dug that into it. Yeah. So well, it's a big topic because a lot of guys get really pissed off and frustrated with women for testing and manipulating, and I don't believe that they actually do. Well, we're gonna test Dr. Drew when we come back. Ooh, after the break, so I'm I like excited that. about that. Good. I want to know all about his background. I'm so interested to find out. Oh, so. Me too. So stay tuned. Remember when you had to listen to radio programs on their schedule? But with this podcast, life is better because you get to listen on your schedule. But what about backing up your computer files at home or at work? What's your schedule look like there? You don't need to schedule that either, as long as you have Carbonite. Carbonite backs up your files to the cloud for you automatically whenever you're connected to the Internet. You can try it for yourself free right now at Carbonite.com. There's no credit card required. Plus, if you use offer code WOMEN, you get two bonus months with your purchase. That's Carbonite.com, offer code WOMEN. 
All right, everybody, it's Steve Austin. Check out the Steve Austin Show today where Colt Cabana stops by the studios at 316 Gimmick Street and talks about his podcast, The Art of Wrestling, traveling around the world on the independent wrestling scene and his undying love, yes, his undying love for John and Kate Plus 8. We're talking about all that and so much more. You do not want to miss. Hit the download button. Nizow. Hey guys, it's Kristen, and I've worn contacts since I was 11 years old um, because my glasses were so deeply embarrassing that my eye doctor had pity on me and put me in contact lenses. And the easiest way to get contact lenses is going to aclens.com. They have amazing prices and a huge selection of contacts. And now look at Kristen. She's this gorgeous, beautiful swan because of AC lenses. But I do still need glasses. So you can also get your glasses on aclens.com. You can upload a picture of your face, try them on, see how you look. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And I like this site too because some places have like lots of limitations on what types of styles they have and brands but they have everything here Ray-Ban Oakley whatever you're into upload your picture you can try it on and see how you look in those shades before you buy and if you're not at a computer you can also call 1-888-248-LENS that's 1-888-248-LENS so it's just as convenient and if you go to aclens.com click on the microphone and then just enter the promo code WOMEN20 that's promo code WOMEN20 for a a nice discount, 20% yeah, off. Yeah, that's how old oh, we are. Nice. Women 20. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, also, we, there's a 365-day guarantee. So if you're not feeling them, they get, you get them in the mail, you're like, nah, not sure, you can always send them back and I'm try so something indecisive. Else. I, you know, whenever I get glasses, I'm like, in the store, I'm like, oh, I look amazing. Then I get home, I'm like, oh, I hate myself. I'm self-loathing. Then I want to send it back. So, you know, you can definitely... Yeah. If you don't like them. And um, there's also a free shipping on all glasses, sunglasses, reading glasses, free returns on everything. So like not, you know. Yeah. Honestly, I never order stuff. online sometimes because of shipping fees. Yeah. And so when I see free shipping, I always am like, do it. Bam. Yeah. So go to www.aclens.com and enter women20. That's the promo code and get that discount. aclens.com. Woo! Offer may not be combined with any other coupons, sales, or special offers at AC Lens. Offer is not valid on Ray-Ban, Polo, Ralph Lauren, TKNY, Smith, SunCloud, Super or Oakley brand products. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Hey guys, welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We are here with the one, the only, unless there's another one that I'm not sure about, Dr. Drew. Who knows? There Woo! actually are four more. So. There are. That would yeah, be nice. Are. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, always, time. the always ripped Dr. Drew, too. Oh, you're very yeah. good. Yeah. So, uh, your whenever, shirts are appropriately placed around your bicep, I have to say they? that. Does that <laughs> creep you out? I'm, I'm sorry. If it does. Whenever I've mentioned... Into, I'm surrounded by estrogen, so I'm... Uh, yeah. It kind of turns me on. It's whenever, called Ask Women. Whenever I've asked... Whenever I've mentioned you to my boyfriend, just like, oh, Dr. Drew, he's like, oh, he's ripped. That's what he says every time. I'm like, well, you know, he's also a doctor. Right? His brain is ripped, too. So, yeah. That's exactly. true. That's a good point. Well, I know that we only have you for a short period of time. Yes. But uh, the concept of this show is asking women questions about women. So I would love to hear about your history with women. Oh, I thought this was about asking women. About- <laughs> yeah, well, now we're asking a man. Okay, so why don't you ask me? I'll try to answer as okay. honestly as I possibly can. Because I, I generally, uh, I'm sorry for turning my back on you, too. I I'm offended. Yeah, no, I feel fine. like Marty's the one attacking me right now. just look at your right face. It's fine. Um, <laughs> generally over-idealize women. Uh, generally uh, prefer women. I think they're a better version of the human being. Um <laughs> And I kind of like hanging out with women and enjoy really? them. And yeah, yeah, I do. I don't. I like men too. But but I mean, I just I think I have a preference for women. Strangely, okay. Crowley used to always give me shit about that. <laughs> um, 
Were you I like would think that you would connect school? them more. Was that was that since, since no, a young age? Probably not. I, it's, it came probably in. A, I don't know because they're the worst in high school. I think, <laughs> you know, I used to. I used to. Well, high school, I was busy playing football and stuff like that, but. Um, also, you were a jock too. Yeah, but at a little, at a little school, you know. Still, like, anybody could do everything. It. First string, it's, second string. You can be honest. No, no, I was good. No, no, no. I became very good. <laughs> okay. Uh, but at a low level of of, <laughs> of competition. That's all I'm saying. Big fish. Uh, right, big fish, little pond. Um, but I think I, I really enjoyed dating back in the day, and I really? think maybe that's where I learned to like to spend time with women. Perhaps okay. I really thought about it. Well, so you, so you yeah. were obviously good at it if you enjoyed it. Yeah. Most guys don't enjoy it because no, they're not really, very good at I it. I really liked it. Yeah, I really okay. Enjoyed it. I, I so, came to enjoy it more and more, and and when I finally settled with my wife, that was I was not sure. Like it was very difficult for me. Really? Because I was enjoying this dating thing so much. It was so much fun for me. Really? Yeah. So can you tell me more about these dates that you were enjoying when you were younger? Like, what what were you doing on these dates that made them enjoyable? Like, where did the confidence come from to actually enjoy the dates rather than being nervous and stuck in your head? I don't know. Because I, I, I was very much not that way earlier. I think going to medical school somehow gave me a purpose. Okay. And when guys have a purpose, well, it gives you credibility with women. I mean, well, you yeah, say medical it, school, right? So, so, so I became more attracted to women, which oh, I actually yeah. resented. Mm, really, actually pissed me off. Yeah, really. Wow. Yeah, Why? because like, hey, just because I'm in medical school now, now you want in? <laughs> exactly. Where were you before, right? Right. Where you before? Where you treating me like shit when I was, you know, just some fledgling college student? So you did have a point where women didn't treat you very nicely. Oh, for sure. Okay. For so sure. tell and, me about and, that time period. Probably, college. you know, I, 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 I clung to a high school girlfriend for many, many, many years, and that was clingy and uh, very pathological, I'd say, and I blame myself for doing that a little bit. I feel like unfair. Why um, do you think you did that? Mm, attachment issues. You know, I went to therapy for a long, 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 long time. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Over this? Over? Mm, no, I, I ended up going to therapy because... Um, my well, at, at the time I thought I was going for a couple reasons. One, I always kind of wanted to. I, I did, you know, I did in college a little bit. I was having panic attacks and depression and stuff. I, I was not really. Oh yeah, mm. and uh, it was not good. It was not deep. I don't know if I couldn't do it at the time, or the professionals weren't that good, or whatever it was it just wasn't that adequate. It was okay. It helped me with my symptomatology yeah. at the time, which was went from me meeting with a physician going, "Hey, dude, just take long walks in the woods. Get your shit together." And, uh, Are you I, sure that wasn't Corolla? And was like, that? No, he, he did say that later. I, mean, I don't know if you heard that story, but that we did, when I had a panic attack while we were filming Love Line, he actually did say that. He goes, uh, he came to my dressing room. I said, I need a minute. I'm having a panic attack. Really? I hadn't had one in years. And he comes to my room and goes, get your fucking ass out of here. Can you, are we okay with the yeah, line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, yeah, bring it up. Get, this fucking, get your fucking shit out there. I'm not spending one more goddamn minute in this studio than I have to. Get out there right now. You're going to be fine. I'll carry this thing. What a softie. Yeah, yeah. I know. And, yeah. And to this day, it was miserable for me. And he, to this day, goes, well, how did it go? We went through it. We did fine, right? It was okay. I was right. It was like, yeah, I'm not sure it was the right thing for my symptoms. Um yeah, but they tell me to take long walks in the woods. I was like, hey, if I could, I, for God's sakes. I, but but the danger is when would. you need therapy and you take a long walk in the woods, there's a chance you're not going to want to come out. You're just yeah. like, no, I'll just stay here and die. Yeah, if I was depressed <laughs> enough. It just was you know? such a horrible, bad practice. I think that's what got me interested in young people's mental health is uh, I didn't want anybody else to go through that. I mean, there was no sort of adolescent medicine at the time. See, I'm spiteful. I've had depression. Now I want everyone to have it. I'm like, it sucks and you <laughs> well, deserve to have it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, maybe there's, I, I, I can relate to that. However, I cannot relate to a medical professional mistreating it. 
That's right, what I exactly. didn't want. I didn't want the people to be mishandled yeah. the way I was. I was mishandled terribly and uh, suffered for years and years because of it. But um, I was mishandled also. Yeah. I won't get into the story, but it was the most upsetting thing. And to this day, I just so desperately want to write a Yelp review or like the medical <laughs> review. Can you? I, That's I, the I, real Are they still around? The Yelp I can. He retired. Mm. So I, but I, I don't want to be like one of those kind of losers who can't move on. Yeah, I you get know, it. He's yeah. Like, so here spiteful. I am talking about it four years exactly. later. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm doing. But it's helping other people. That's the point of talking about these things. Right, that's the yeah. idea. So they don't get through the same. Yeah, they're, right. they're, if they see that happening to them, they can know to change it. Yeah, You have a very um, similar background to me because I've told you before that I had a stroke when I was 20 because of all of the anxiety that I was having and the social pressures that I, I was putting onto myself. Like I was having panic attacks. I was completely insecure. I was very uncomfortable around anybody that I would interact with. And at 20, I had a stroke and then made a promise to myself that I was finally going to be that person that I saw in my head being the outgoing comfortable girl and that's where my method has come from the wing girl method that's the method that I teach to individuals and men around the it world came from it came from the having the stroke and the decision and then the process that I went through mm. to gain my confidence and figure out who I was and how to interact with people without freaking out all the time it's hard. It is hard. And there's so many misconceptions of what depression is, I think, which is the tough thing. Because people think, oh, I'm sad. I get sad. I've been there. But it's such a different thing when you're medically going through that, I think. Yeah. Not, not only that, but as a young adult or adolescent particularly, they manifest depression differently. Mm -hmm. They don't say, I'm sad. I'm crying. I'm dysphoric. Yeah. I don't find joy in things. They don't say. They don't experience shit like that. They experience uh acting out behaviors or cutting or eating problems. Right. Or I remember when I well, first started feeling depression, I thought, no, 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 I'm way too shallow to have depression. <laughs> There's no way. And then I'm like, no, 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 I think this actually is depression. Maybe I'm deeper than I thought. You know? Well, let's, let's bring this back to, to dating and men and women. So so what was it that you did? Like, what was your path to gain more confidence with women and, and well, so, help so, with depression? So I felt, uh, so... Well, the depression got better when I've had well, all of it got better when I had purpose. So I always tell men too, you know, if you, you know, if you are out there contributing in a meaningful way to the world, or at least training to be able to do that, you'll become more attractive. You'll be more attractive oh, sure. than people. You'll be more able to interact because you'll, you'll you just yeah. men need that. They have to have that. Yeah. And uh, that for me was the first big, big, big step because really? I really felt good about what I was doing. And felt purposeful, and no matter what, I remember even at the end of first year, I remember being on a, <laughs> I remember being in the top of a parking structure in East Los Angeles, where the SC Medical School is, and I just walked out of anatomy lab. It was probably first semester, and I was thinking, I got, I, I have always have something to feel good about. I mean, I feel so good about what I'm doing. I love that. And it, it just stayed. And, and then I got sort of carried away with it. I got severe workaholism and never went to bed. And we can right. see that in your arms. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And then we, we took on the perfectionism. I had to be the perfect doctor all the time. So we had, had a downside. But when you do feel positive about everything, your energy changes, which people can perceive and yeah. feel and yeah. then respond to you. Right, and then you're not way. so anxious. You're not so worried about things because you can always have purpose you know right. you're giving back you're always you're feeling more secure and and, uh, and this so the dating thing became more fun at the result yeah. of that. so what are some things that you know uh, normal guys can do who don't have a future in medicine well or, no it doesn't have to be medicine no 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 wait how can we later <laughs> no no, no. Uh, it, it, it's it, and I think I met my wife before I really ever had a career too I mean right. she, yeah so I mean we dated on we had a whole you know rocky thing but it, it, we were still deeply, you know, and we met twice too, which is a weird story. 
Did we hear the story? Yeah. Oh, I want to hear. Oh, yeah. Did you hear the story? Chris is like, no, I don't want to hear it. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Not interested. So, I was in my second year of medical school. We, this friend of mine and I locked ourselves in an apartment, and we're studying for our first year, our first set of boards, mm-hmm. and um, we were going to kill each other. I thought we were going to stab each other. <laughs> we were getting so frustrated and so angry and so pent up. We go, we're going to go out, let's go out and do something. We got to do something. So we we were in Newport at the time. We, we drove down to McCormick's Landing, and uh, you guys aren't old enough to know what that was. And uh, it was an old. You know what it was. Gary knows what it was. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there, we went down the basement. There, where the bar was, and they were having a fashion show, like a fashion show. And the woman at the mic, I was like, oh, I must talk to her. I must talk to her. I must yeah. talk to her. It was this weird thing. And I went up. They were handing out balloons at the end, and I said something I thought was complimentary to her, and she was like. Pfft. Like, just, like, blew me off like, aggressively. <laughs> Do you remember what she said? I love her. Like, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> and, like, give me, like, a disdainful, ugh, move on. Shut and, down. And uh, I had to leave at that point. I was so shut down, we had to, like, go home. Like, yeah. It was, it was oh, the bad. And, um, and I normally don't, I could never do that. That was one, although I had confidence dating, I had real trouble meeting people. I certainly could never go to a bar, walk up, yeah. or ever, ever, ever. I'm not that guy. I, just, yeah. I still can't, I feel Good. uncomfortable in a room. That's yeah. fascinating to me. Yeah. Wow. I can never be that guy. And, uh, but the fact that I was so overcome that I walked up to somebody I didn't know talk to them was like an extraordinary experience. And then I was like completely shut down. <laughs> fast forward, never fast forward like a couple of years, it's traumatizing. I met this woman through the radio station. I had the same exact experience. And I actually ended up giving her my number. I said, look, I need a boyfriend. I never do this, but if you break up, I just want you to have this. I just want you to know I'm interested. And that was it. And I was like, I've never, never done that so before. It's so weird. Crazy. But I yeah. couldn't help myself. It was weird. Drawn to her, yeah. Yeah. And so, long story short, we ended up dating. And about a year later, a year into our relationship, I noticed a picture on her desk. And it was a picture of... A girl at the microphone that night, oh, that, and I was like, "Oh my God, you were there that night! <gasps> that was you! I can't believe it! I had no idea it was the same person." Oh my wow. God! Done, really? done, done! That's insane! Isn't that insane? It's yeah. meant to be. So yeah. she's like your soulmate. Something. That's crazy. I don't know. What's, yeah, am Does she I that, remember you? I, uh, no. Am, am I that, that's good. Am I that for her though? That's the question. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but that's interesting. Her in here, I know. Her, well, we wanted it. to get her on our show. Actually. Yeah, we, we talked about come, that. Well, she has a she has a podcast now called Calling Out, which is for women, mm-hmm. and it's actually having great traction. It's, really? it's women like this awesome. kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. So you guys, I'll bring we'll bring her in here to promote her. Okay, thing. I would love. And we'll get her side of the flip side of that story. Yeah, she probably has no. She probably she remembers the first part, and she thought I was gross, preppy, and she was not into that stuff. She's in the bad boy rocker thing. And so I was gross, you know. You're disgusting. You disgusting. Look I love how being clean and impulsive. preppy is, is, is gross. Repulsive. Then you hit 25, and you're like, that is sexy. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> changes happens. in your brain, right? I, yeah. I had the same thing where I was into the sweaty, dirty guys and then something clicked. Oh, yeah, like, I, I don't like guys who shower. So yeah, nutty. showers are in. Exactly. Oh, well, okay, so I, I want to have you stick around for Analyze This, or at least one part of it. I know you have to go. Yeah, okay. Do you have to go? Uh, in five minutes. Okay, perfect. Right. So we have this this segment called Analyze This, where people send us in questions, similar to Loveline, because uh, they're not calling us in live, and we answer their questions as best we can. Okay. Okay. So I want to go to a short one, because I know you have a second. Okay. Uh, hey, ladies. Love your weekly podcasts. You're all doing great, as the information is very helpful and very insightful. Um, just one quick question. During or after a first date, what can a guy do to keep the girl wanting to see him again and again without the girl losing interest? Maybe you can give us a few do's and don'ts. Thank you for your time. Wait, wait, wait. Say it. What is the question? Is the what question can a is, girl do to make a guy? What can a guy do? So during or after this a from first? A guy? Yeah, they're all from guys. Okay, Actually, they're not okay. all from guys. So this is from a guy. It what doesn't can say a guy his do? name. 
What can a guy do to keep the girl wanting to see him again and again without the girl losing interest? Maybe you can give a few do's and don'ts. Kind of vague. Oh my god! I, the we first stump, <laughs> Doctor Drew. My oh, first. I, I, can, I go ahead. What's your thought? Well, I would say just be more concise with your questions because I'm sure that reflects. <laughs> yeah, we do know about where we are coming from and what. He says, "Listen what, more, what can talk you do less. after the first date to keep the girl interested? After the first date. After the first date okay. to make her I, want actually, to date you again. I think that's again. actually a delicate balancing act because. You don't want to go, you don't want to gush and freak her out. Right. If you send flowers, it'll be like, what's this guy? That's mm-hmm. freaky. Yeah. On the other hand, I would think if you sent a, like, I'm thinking of you kind of note, something, like within a couple, three days, mm-hmm. like, uh, like I just want you to know I had a great time and just thinking of exactly. you. Exactly. I like love that. Something very simple, very, but not like I'm obsessing about you. <laughs> Even <laughs> with all the text. Like a big, long paragraph text. <laughs> I'm outside your window right now. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like I think people perceived when you do something outside of technology, touching base, it almost is perceived as creepy nowadays. I yeah. do even, agree even, with that. even a little note? What if you were a handwritten note? It depends who it is. <laughs> as long as you, it's not magazine cutouts <laughs> of letters. <laughs> right. But you like handwritten notes. Or you text, like giving them. Text? No? I like, I'm a little antisocial, so I prefer text and like not too much effort. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So I think a little note is cute and perfect, but yes. I think anything longer than that well, or I, more effort over the is years weird. Noticed women like this. I'm thinking of you. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. If they're that, thinking of you too, they like the I'm thinking yes, of you. But if yes. they're over it, they're like, stop thinking about me and forget my number, forget who I am. Well, and, and the guy needs to know that if there's a zero response to that, that's women either they either it's very simple either kick the door open or slam the door shut. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you guys are very good at that. We don't have any of that in us, but you will you will. If we feel like the river's flowing downstream, gentlemen, keep, keep going, <laughs> keep canoeing, and go with the stream, go with the flow. If you feel like it's all of a sudden you're they turn into whitewater rafting. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're like you're, you're right. upstream of whitewater rafting. Don't fight it. Do not fight the the, the stream. I right? completely right? agree with you. Yeah. I, I have this one interview in one of my programs called "How to Become a Man Women Want," where I interviewed one of my friends. Now, husband, actually, but it was her boyfriend at the time. And the reason that I interviewed him was because she said to me, whenever I would go on a date with him, he would end the date perfectly that made it impossible for me to say no to a second date. And she she kept saying he wasn't a guy I would ever want to date. I never saw myself with him. He was too short. He was Anyway, she wasn't the typical guy or he wasn't the typical guy that she would ever go for. And at the end of each date, he would say to her, you know what? Tonight I had a really great time. It was great getting to know X, Y, and Z, whatever it was that he learned on the date about I'd her. I'd like to know more about. Yeah, exactly. About. I'd love to know more about this. How about we go out next? And he said an exact date. And I said, I want to take you to wherever it was. And she's she's like, uh, okay, yes. Because it that was so And then he has a so yes bold. in person. And he was paying attention to what she was into. So she's obviously exactly. like. That is a great yeah. note. Yeah. That is a great. And he was making eye contact with her. Sometimes he would touch her on the arm. See, she's like, for men, you need to I turn that into no. a little like Mad Lib or something. Yeah. yeah, I'm not kidding. It's true. No, seriously, yeah. just play that back. back. <laughs> no, but just like, play yep, it back. That'd be perfect. And just just do that every single time. Because then we can fuck with it with, with our dude friends. <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, at the end of that, you're going to know whether or not she wants to see you again. Yeah. You know, she's going to say yes, or she's going to say no, or she's going to say, I'm busy. But like usually if she's saying she's busy at that point and knows her calendar in her mind without having an alternative option for when you can hang out, yeah. that's when she's not interested. She's out, yeah. Know? Yeah. Okay. Ladies, so, I must go. Oh, thank you, Dr. Thank you so, so much for being always, here. Always a pleasure to be with you, so I'm glad we could do this. Yes, but thank I'm you. But I'm sorry, it's a limited time basis. I'm okay. a, well, we want your you wife all. to be on our show. 
Done. Okay. Cool. Done. It'll All be. Right. How do we end, end this? Just say uh, bye. I'd love to. She'd love to learn more about you. Uh, it will be two weeks from this week. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and uh, and you'll enjoy it. And be sure to awesome. ask her about the dual meeting experience. What that was like. Oh, of course. Oh, actually, tell people where they can get in t- contact with you, or where they can listen to you. Everywhere. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. To, cool. uh, most importantly, is uh, support the HLM uh, uh, show. It's a six and nine p.m. Uh, and uh, go to drdrew.com for. La- last question. When are we going to finish the Jody Arias thing? Like, when I is she going to get sentenced? I don't know. And, and I'm actually meeting with the president of the company now, right now. Right <gasps> oh, now. Okay. Right okay. <laughs> to talk about how wow. and when and whether and all that kind of stuff. Cool. So, well, okay. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Thank Dr. Drew. Thank you so much. Oh, that was awesome that Dr. Drew just came here and uh, left so quickly. But it was perfect. It was, it was perfect. He came in, he came out, it was perfect. And great advice. It's that's, like, a, that's actually a great technique for if you're dating. You exactly. Know, in and in. out. Quick and, and look, we're wanting so much it. more right now. Exactly. Yeah. He's leaving us on edge. It's really funny because I got an email last night from um, one guy who listens to the podcast, who had listened, who had listened to our podcast with uh, the keyboardist from Fits in the Tantrums. Yeah. And he was saying that it really inspired him because he wanted to be a drummer when he was younger. He wanted to be a musician. And he was always thinking that musicians are super confident. They can get whatever they want. And it was really nice for him to hear that this guy, who is supposed to be cool and have no problems with girls... Yeah. Ah. Still has problems with girls. And so he wrote and just and said, what did he talk about? Um, approaching some girl the other night. He's like, I did something that that rock star wasn't able to do. Going up and That's approaching so a girl. Bar. Yeah, I know. I was really proud of him. So he's he's actually been writing to me for a very long time. But I was really proud. And, and then afterwards he wrote about how, you know, it just inspired him um, to kind of just say, fuck it. And just go after what he wants and do what he wants to do. Yeah, it takes that facade off. Because sometimes we look at the celebrities, whether it be like Dr. Drew or Jeremy from Fits in the Tantrums. And you're like, oh, God, they have so much going for them. They never get worried, but they do. He was so humble and quiet and kind. Like people, I think, think that about me. They're like, wow, she has it so good. But I'm really just human. (laughs) That's what I thought about you when I first met you. I'm like, that girl should have everything (laughs) given to her, no problem. Okay, so let's get back into Analyze This, ladies. Okay, so we have a couple of long ones, even though we've given instructions for one. be concise. Exactly. Everyone's like, well, I feel like you need the background of eight pages long. So I try to condense them as much as possible, so don't get mad if some of the information is cut out, Nicholas. So we should call him Nick. Nick, exactly. Shorten everything. (laughs) Hi, ladies. I'm a 23-year-old university postgraduate student who has had next to no dating experience. I have never had a girlfriend, and all throughout my life, I have been extremely shy which, like most people, extremely shy. Over the past few years, I have started to come out of my shell, but I still have tremendous trouble approaching women that I do not know. Once I have been introduced to a girl, either by a friend or a co-worker, I'm usually fine to chat away to them, but it is the initial stranger category that acts like a lead weight around my feet and stops me from ever approaching. My female friends tell me that I have something... Oh, I have everything going for me and that I should just go for it, but I can never convince myself to man up and do it. So, do you have any tips or ways in which I could psych myself up to get over this roadblock? Also, does a lack of dating sexual experience make it more difficult to get into a relationship the older I get? Hmm. Well, I definitely think without the sexual experience, you lack a little confidence. Yeah. So, Mm. that's one issue. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay, before we go into actually answering this, um, I have this video on my website 
Oh, what is her name? Amy Cuddy. She spoke at a TED conference. I think I've talked about this before. But yeah. it's this, it's this, um, she talks about a stance. It's called the Wonder Woman stance, or that's what she calls it, where basically it's like how Wonder Woman stands. It's ba- it's like putting your arms on your side. It's opening up your body. I'm doing it right now and look like a big Showing freak. your boobs. Yeah, exactly. Showing your boobs off. But basically it's just standing openly to the world. And what it does, if you do it for two minutes, sorry, that was my microphone, for two minutes is it increases your levels of testosterone and lowers your level of cortisol. So therefore, it helps you with your stress levels and also boosts your confidence. So for next time, if you do have a situation where you are going to possibly meet new people or be amongst strangers. So I'm going to do the rest of the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just sit like this. But, this. You, but you even feel it. Like right, like in my chest, I feel how much more open I am. Because if you if you cover yourself up, you're protecting yourself. You're covering yourself. You're, you're hiding something. And people feel that. People feel that. It's not an inviting way to be standing or sitting. You don't have to do this in front of other people. But if you <laughs> yeah, do don't, that, don't do it in front of other people. Yeah, if you do that in the bathroom or before you go to the event, you're your levels of test I don't know how long it actually lasts for, but if you do it for two minutes, your levels of testosterone are higher. So you're and you start growing a beard. Yes, exactly. Like it, in two minutes, you literally grow a beard. Man <laughs> or a woman, that's what happens. But this trannies enjoy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think that doing things like this will help trigger you to have more confidence. Another thing to know, sorry that I'm talking for so long, girls, is that I think a lot of people think that they're bothering other individuals or they're being rude. If they don't know somebody and they talk to them, they're either being intrusive or they're being needy or creepy or whatever it is. That's actually not true at all. You're not bothering anybody until you actually bother them. So so don't worry about like not having introductions to people because you're not like hurting them or stepping on their toes or insulting them in any way. If anything, if you were more confident and open with them as if you were able and allowed to talk to them, they would be more engaged and open to talking with you. They're probably bored too and they're dying for someone to come over and talk to them and yeah. they want to be a part of something. So have something that you can say that's specific and unique and you can bring something to that conversation, you know? Yeah. Well, even like what what Dr. Drew was saying about having purpose, if you can think about maybe three things in your life that are going on right now um, that give you purpose. It doesn't have to be going to medical school. It can be something like, like you know, I'm decorating podcasts. Right, exactly. It, it's something that you like and you're interested in. It's psychology. It's the fact that you're learning more about women and finding out what's interesting. Let's call it interesting rather than purpose. Yeah. So what's interesting about what it is that you're into and then sharing that information with other people, that shows that you have a level of interest and you have things to talk about that others want to engage into that they don't really know about. And the more specific, the better, because I think the vaguer you are, the vaguer, it's a word, go with it. <laughs> yeah. um, I think the more vague you are, it's like the less people can connect to. But if you have something specific, people can really dive in or, or they'll be like, oh my God, I have no idea what that's about. Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> or they could totally disagree and it could create a cool conversation. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So those are some tips for you know talking with new people. And I know, as we mentioned before, when Marnie and I were in New York around the same time, and then Haley just got back from New York as well. People approach you in New York, and we <laughs> it's have, crazy. The three of us have said we love that. We like when people talk to us. It gives us meaning and purpose as well. It yeah. makes us realize that, hey, we are people too. So just, yeah, we, we want to be approached. So just go in feeling that like that. They want to be approached. They're dying to probably get away who, from who they're with or they, to talk about something new, you know? So yeah. most people are bored when they're out anyway. They're I walking totally around agree. like zombies. Except when I'm in an elevator. I cannot still at this age get over being in an elevator alone with someone. Oh, I just had it's that on the, the way worst. up here. It was so awkward. I, I, I try. I always am like, 
even today, I was like, I like your tattoo, and I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I wanted to make conversation. I looked at it, and it was There's Aaron. no way you could say it I was... like your tattoo without sounding like it's a complete insult. I know. <laughs> and she looked insulted, and then I realized it was Ariel. I'm like, I love the little mermaid. Oh, my God. It's Ariel? Oh, God. <laughs> this woman needs help. And I felt so fake and terrible, but you know what? It's like... You're trying Go to fill for the space. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay with being silent in an elevator, unless I want to experiment with something. If I'm like trying to, you know, work in my approach or approach yeah, whatever it is. I can't hit the closed door button fast enough. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> You're like <"Ugh."> out. <laughs> Except when they see me like hitting it. I mean, I mean, I'm stop the doors. Stop the walking button. <laughs> yeah. I press the wrong button. I do that all right. the time. Okay, let's answer his second half of the question. Also, does a lack of dating sexual experience? Slash, sorry, sexual experience make it more difficult to get into a relationship the older that I get. You did comment on it, Kristen, for a second, but like let's let's talk more about that because I think this is a really um, mm-hmm. good thing to talk about because I think it's a big concern for a lot of people. Like not having that experience, does that seem weird to women? Like if you're dating a woman who's 28 and you're like, oh, I've never had a girlfriend before, what does that mean to women? I think I think it's okay, but. You know, I think it really is okay because, for example, my fiance hadn't had a lot of experience, okay. and I thought it was really attractive and kind of endearing because a lot of experience with dating, yeah, with dating and with women in general. I, I just I've gathered this. Yeah, I'd probably be angry, but I found it endearing and kind of charming. I don't think that you need to like really focus on that or talk about that in length because. Well, what if he was forty? Um, that could be different. Yeah. 40 old virgin icebreaker is a great but way to start. I think <laughs> you should ask, ask for what, what she likes, like, especially sexually. I love that. Cause then I can kind of give some direction and if yeah. he is willing to take direction, it's like, Hey, Oh, yeah, I agree. And the thing is, is that exactly what Kristen said at the beginning of this question. I know we're giving a very long answer to Nick, even though we told him to be more concise. Um, she, what did you, what did you say in the very beginning? I said, it, it you'll have you a lack of confidence if you don't have that experience. Exactly. Because I know for me, I w- was never very experienced at all. And I didn't even want to go on a date with a guy because I didn't want him to realize that about me. It yeah. made me very self-conscious. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can say that to to balance that or to help with that, you can actually educate yourself. So what you're doing right now by listening to this podcast and getting a better understanding of women or going and buying some of my products on my website, wingirlmethod.com. little plug there. <laughs> Shameless. I know. I love it. Um, or by, by, you know, reading sex books, by, you know, wa- not watching porn. I wouldn't say yeah, that that's different. porn. Watching because, different. Yeah, porn isn't real sex and they do a lot of that for the cameras but the problem with something like that is like i can watch 50 million matches of tennis if you give me a tennis racket i can't hit the ball but if you were to read a book on it and then you were to actually pick up the racket and then go try to do it me. Yeah, see there you go but that's <laughs> the way out. that you build yeah. confidence by by practicing you can practice in front of a mirror you can practice with a mirror if you want that's how i learned how to kiss i would french kiss the mirror all the time really? or my pillow yeah or my arm that was my thing i told totally i need it. more windex yeah exactly but yeah <laughs> so like, go out and practice and that will really help you feel more confident and also the wonder woman stance why do i do that every time that it i does say feel it? good i've been kind of doing it it feels really it feels good. really yeah. good my boobs look bigger see the hair is growing in already Exactly. <laughs> all right. Next question. Oh, geez. All these long ones. Okay. Wait, I'm going to get to a shorter one. Okay. This is from Luke. Um, love the podcast. We're awesome. Thanks. You're, you're the best. Um, <laughs> I'm 34 and I signed up on an online dating site and had a date back in spring that I thought went well and we agreed to go out again and kept texting after our first date. Yeah, spring was a while ago. I don't know where this question's going. <laughs> we haven't answered these emails in so long. We get so many. Um, okay. when I called, uh, if he's like asking, what do I do for the next date? This would be the worst. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> when I called to set it up, she never answered my voicemail and stopped texting me. I'm not looking to be a player 
here and not looking for just sex, nor am I looking to marry the first girl who actually likes me. I just want what I've wanted. Um... I want what I've wanted since I was a teenager to fall in love and actually have the feelings returned. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, you deserve that. Absolutely. To be in a relationship and let it develop naturally at whatever speed it's meant to. I feel like I'm fairly self-aware and know that my um I know that my negatives are are or know what my negatives are. I'm probably considered boring, interesting, and obviously I lack uh, the experience factor. I'm trying to implement advice from ask women and learn what I can do to improve my approach. Good job. Yeah. Um, I like me. I just wish women did too. Do you think it's too Aww. much to ask for me to find a girlfriend who's an attractive young woman? What do you think I'm doing wrong and how can I correct it? Hold on. Young woman. Is that too? How young? He's 34? Well, he said he's boring and that's the way a boring man would phrase yeah, exactly. girl. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, woman. he's, yes, I, I agree with that. Okay. So first of all, you sound amazing. The boring part stuck out to me too. So, yeah. so ex- ex- this all ties back into what Drew said. 20 minutes like and he boring. makes an impact. I like boring. No, but <laughs> no, like, you don't you, like boring. If you think you're boring, like you're probably not. You're just insecure. Right. Like, yeah, he's, don't say you're bored. He's yeah. beating himself up. He's already down and out. You yeah. Know? Right. Where yeah. do you go from there? Exactly. Well, and you don't like starting boring. the negative. I kind of do, though. Like, I don't like a guy who's like, like, um, like we talked about a long, long time ago, the beginning of when we first started taping this podcast. Um, like, if a guy has pictures of himself, like, snowboarding and skydiving and, like, racing, I'm like, oh. But that's, that's an that's active though. guy, not a boring guy. I wouldn't yeah, say your boyfriend is boring. That's true. That's a good point. A he, guy who loves Larry David's probably not boring. That's yeah, true. He's but mine. I consider it boring because to me that's so normal. You know, I guess my perception is different. But that's the whole different. thing. That's yeah. like, okay, so it's not boring. So first thing for you, Lukey, um, is to stop thinking you're so boring. And if you really are boring, then start finding things that you can do Get to make hobbies. yourself less boring. Find some purpose. Exactly what Dr. Drew said. Jesus, mm-hmm. such an impact after 20 minutes. It's crazy. Um, okay, next question. Um, oh, I'm going to read this comment. It's, I like your <laughs> podcast. It's better than listening to the radio. Ooh, ooh that, uh, that is not flattering because the radio <laughs> is the worst. Yeah, yeah, welcome back to 107.5. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, amazing. my God. I did this radio show the other day. That was perfect. I did this radio show the other day. I don't even know why they have guests on their rating, radio shows, especially when they have three hosts. They literally ask you a question and then answer it for you and then talk amongst themselves, let you say one word again, and then answer the question for It was just, it was horrible. And I, and I woke up and at 5 a.m. Music. 5 a.m. for it. Were all the hosts like wearing seashell necklaces? Oh, I'm I sure they were. Like those type shells. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> I just picture that. You know, I, I don't. I have no idea what they look. Yeah. Yeah. Hemp. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. No, but like they wouldn't let you talk. Okay, so fine. Maybe not a great comment, but I thought it was nice. It's easy to listen. Oh, so we don't. Have, we don't have to hear more about the show. On the last <laughs> podcast, you talked to. Uh, you talk to being honest. Trouble with me, I'm always honest and it always fails. I lots of Debbie Downers today. I used to try speed dating at a bar and um uh, when when I'm when always I'm honest about my work and things I like when they ask, they say Nice to see you and bye. I know I should know how to say things, but I don't. The other thing, few girls told me on a date, I should correct these sometimes, on a date that I'm so nice and very a very good man, but they don't want to be with me. Less uh um Less I date, less I know. So basically, he's trying to figure out what he's doing wrong. I like talking, just have a problem be- making eye contact and actually talking. So he, he likes talking, but he has problems talking, obviously. So I think he may have the same thing as the other guy, being kind of boring and bland, maybe just making statements at women, not really having much more to offer. 
And don't put them, we talked about before, Marnie said, like, don't put them on the pedestal. Like, really try to just see them as normal people and yeah. be in their space with them. Just talk before you try to, like, push your agenda on them, what you think you want. Yeah. Well, I wonder what he no. means by, you know, we talked about being honest. I wonder how honest he's being. Is he easily saying, like, oh, I have herpes, like, right. at a speed dating event? Or, like, what is he being so honest about? I would say to hold back on that type of information. <laughs> on that type of honesty? <laughs> yes, exactly. So what, so what do we mean by honesty? What does it mean to be honest with women? I always call it being honest with tact. Yeah, it's being honest without being self-indulgent. Right. And it's being honest with context. Like, know where you're at in the dating process and how far you should, you know, yeah. expose. Just, I think in the speed dating world, picture what would be on a bad sitcom. Yeah. And don't do that. You know, you can always see the person that sits down across from the table and then they just go on and ramble the way I am right now <laughs> about their job and like stuff. It just is so uninteresting. So when you ramble about stuff that's not connecting to the other person, they are going to say, thanks, nice to meet you, goodbye, or no thanks, nice to meet you, goodbye. So I think talk about something that is mutually interesting. Well, that's, but that's hard to do. How yeah. do you get to the mutually interesting part without fun? Okay, so actually I'm looking for this baby. now. Yeah, that's really good. So questions to ask on dates. I wrote a blog about it. I've been doing this for so freaking long. I have every answer here. Okay. (laughs) So I actually found this list of um, 10 quirky questions. Okay. 10 quirky questions to ask when speed dating. So just like to throw. I know you're going to make fun of these. Awesome. Of course. (laughs) Okay. So here's one. If you were a stalker, would you be really good at it? Oh, that's funny. I like that. (laughs) But like that's, funny. that's also like attacking the primal brain. All of these things, everybody at speed dating or, or anywhere you are hears boring shit all the time. And it's hard you the could same like, thing. Would you be really good at stalking? Because I am. Like <laughs> well, that's, that's not the way to. Where end would that you hide if you wanted to stalk? Me? <laughs> yeah. No, maybe not that. <laughs> I'll tell you where I hide when I want to stalk. No, okay. Other questions. If um if I knew your full name and Googled it, will I be more likely to want to date you or less likely or remain completely uninformed? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I like At the these. Olympic Games for people with excellent dating history, the Special Olympics? would you win a medal? At the Special Olympics, would you win a medal? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but I think these are great questions. Okay, what would your your chosen superpower be? Would it be used for good or evil? Yeah, I don't like that one. Okay, but don't use it on Christian then. But all of these <laughs> or things, people with discerning taste. You have to pick what what fits with you and your character. These are just right. examples, and it's actually a wing girl method questions to ask on dates. You can you can look it up. I'd be for the like, list. I'm a superhero that would avoid speed dating. Like, that <laughs> right. would be my superhero. I fly away from here. Yeah. Fly but, away. but then that like that starts a whole conversation rather than and what do you do for a living? Don't open up with that. Don't pull that out. I get so sick of that question every day in L. A. Too. It's Especially when you don't exactly. do anything for a living, it's what? like, uh. You're like, I have nothing to contribute or answer. Okay, well, hopefully uh, that answers your question, Peter. And thank you, everybody, for sending in questions. That completes this uh, week's segment of Analyze This. If you want to ask questions, write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. You can also send us questions on Twitter at askwomenpodcast, uh, 140 characters. So we actually haven't been getting questions on there. Yeah, um, so yeah, no, start. we haven't. Yeah, yeah well, yes, they please. obviously need eight pages to ask us yeah. questions. And you can um, always find us on Facebook as well, which is yes. Facebook.com. So you can ask along. Ask Women questions. Podcast. Yes. Oh, and our um, Instagram. Our Instagram. We've got everything, Instagram. people. Yeah. I don't even know our what it website is. website will be out soon. Yes, but we have Amazon as well. We have our Amazon page. And remember, we have Halloween costumes yes. on our Amazon page, which are perfect for people who either want to be sexy or funny because I have taste in both. And so we put those up yeah. there and go. Go check those out if you want to have yeah. a good Halloween costume. Go to uh, Wing Girl Method 
com slash Amazon. I made it easy because the other one was, was way too complicated. So wingrollmethod.com slash Amazon. And uh, you can download all new episodes of Ask Women Podcast every Thursday. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women Podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show.